0: I'm sorry, we already have a theme song for the segment, but I will hold on to that for something in the future. Red Raiders. Hello. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders.
1: Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread
0: Raiders. Thread Raiders. Thread Raiders. Ladies and gentlemen, freaks and geeks, one and all, welcome to the Thread Raiders podcast. What started as a small uprising on Twitter has turned into a movement to spread goodwill among all creators, with the occasional side quest for textbooks and comic books that go inside your textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> I am Fenwald Griswick.
1: I am Chaotic Anarchy.
0: I am TK. And today we have Stinkrat.
1: Yay! Hello. Hey. Yay! I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Hard <laughs> hands—you can't see
0: them, but they're there.
2: Oh, I have them up too. Oh, oh my god. god! Yay!
0: Who is an extraordinary uh, Twitch streamer? Uh, we enjoy her show immensely. Uh, yes. Many of us oh. having been on it.
2: Yay! Thank you. I'm really happy to be here with you all, and thank you for asking me to come hang out with you. No,
1: we're so excited!
2: Yay!
0: The pleasure's all ours. Mm. So we're going to start off with our interview. We're going to talk to uh, Stinky Rat. And then uh, (laughs) after that, TK is going to talk about uh, what's new in the world of gaming. Uh, CA is going to talk about uh, what's new in the world of uh, the Thread Raiders. And then we're going to have our regular segments, Tea Time. And of course, what's in the box. First up, Stinky, who are you?
2: <laughs> well, I am stinky. Um I am known as Stinkrat Streams on Twitter. I am the yes. Stinkrat Streams on Twitch, and I think I'm the Stinkrat on Instagram maybe. I don't use it that often, but it's
1: there. I love stinky.
0: I love learning new stuff. And yesterday when CA told me that you were coming on the podcast, uh she mentioned that you are big into spoon theory. Yes. And I looked this up. It's very exciting. I would like to know more.
1: Yeah, I feel like the whole world needs to know.
2: All right, so um, kind of as a little bit of a preface here, Mm -hmm. uh, living with chronic illness is kind of a whole new world. Like it's something that is very, very difficult to understand unless you're personally experiencing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I can tell you all day long about how I have, you know, constant pain in my head, how I have um, different neurological symptoms that affect my ability to do things and affect my ability to plan things, but it's really hard to understand what it's like to be me. And the spoon theory was actually created um, by a woman named Christina Miserandino, I believe. I might be mis- uh, mispronouncing mm-hmm. that. But um, basically the story is she was out at a restaurant with a friend, someone she was very close to, and they asked, well, what is it like to be you? What is it like to experience the world the way that you experience the world? Mm-hmm. And she kind of had a moment where she was like, uh, and she just grabbed a bunch of spoons. A bunch of silverware from, you know, various tables around her. And uh, she asked her friend, you know, give me a list of things you want to do. We're going to start off in the morning. What do, you, what do you do with your life? Okay, you get out of bed, you take a shower. Are you going to shave your legs? Are you going to do your hair? I have to know all of these different little details because it'll determine how many spoons I'm going to take away from you. Mm-hmm. And you only get a certain amount to start. So, you know, she's kind of getting, the, the friend is getting through her day a little bit. And by the time she's done showering, she's already down so many spoons. And she's like, well, but I want more. I need more to get through the day. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And Christina was like, well, that's kind of the point. You only have so many, and... There's only so much that you can do. And if you do want to do things like shave your legs, wash your hair, that's going to cost extra than if you're just going to rinse off your body real quick. So you have to think about all of these tiny little details that most people just completely take for granted. And they all cost a spoon, but you only have so many. So it just becomes this big, like, oh my gosh, what do I do? What do I spend my spoons on? What do I not spend my spoons on? Do I have the spoons for this to begin with? Mm -hmm. And you start with a different amount. Every single day,
1: depending on what your body's doing to you.
0: Wow. That's a pretty good metaphor. Yeah, it is. Especially in the spur of the moment like that.
1: I heard you have one related to, like, Dungeons & Dragons also.
2: Yes, there is one. Um, actually, Shrieky and... Um, is it Dire Fox Unicorn? It's Joy. Um yep. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, what animals do we have here?
1: <laughs> we just list them all. Dire Fox Unicorn. <laughs> yes. All <of> the
2: animals. <laughs> all of the animals.
1: Joy the Druid.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, Joy and Care actually introduced me to the D&D version of this, which is with spell slots, which I think is really, really cool. Ah, so the idea that is, good. is, like, you, you know a lot of spells, right? You might, like have a bunch of things in your repertoire that you could possibly do. Kind of like you have a lot of things that you wanna do during the day, but you only get so many. You're not gonna get to use all of them during a game. You're only gonna be able to use certain ones and you have to manage them in order to get the best outcome for yourself and for your party. So you have to think about, well, if I use this one that has concentration and this one that has concentration, it's going to cancel out this other one. So I have to manage these in a way that allows me to get done what I need to do. For example,
0: I cast shaved legs and then I take a, a short rest. <laughs> That's yes, right.
2: exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> and you know what? That's the other part of it too. Is that you have to have your long rest and your short rest. And sometimes with a long or sometimes with a short rest rather you can get certain things back but some things require a long rest in order to get them back and you can only use some spells at certain times and so it's kind of a different way to think about it that people kind of understand because they're like oh god you know i've already used this spell and this spell i only have one fourth level level spell slot left what am i going to do now and it's like that's what it's like to be chronically ill but all the time
3: mm.
1: that is a really good example that i think everyone can relate to we have a lot of spell casters in the community too
4: Right, exactly. (laughs) That's how Stinky described it to me on her Discord once, like, okay, now it clicks. Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm sure that you can
2: relate to it too, TK, you know, with everything that you have uh, going on, you know, it's like, oh man, I, I get this, this is kind of my life too.
4: I just, I ignore the rules and homebrew it and go beyond what I'm supposed to and get yelled at. (laughs)
2: Oh, I do the exact same thing. I understand that completely.
0: You, CA, my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that, because we have to keep TK in check.
2: (laughs) This is true. I don't know how many times I tell him, TK, you can't pull a TK and do this. You have to promise me that you're not going to pull a TK.
0: (laughs) I've seen him play golf with friends. It's frightening. (laughs) It really is.
1: That was such a good stream.
0: <laughs> I had such a
1: great time and I got a hat. i was yes. so excited about my hat. It has hat eggs so on cute. it and everything.
0: <laughs> yes. right, first of all, the entire world has no idea what we're talking about. So let me explain. On Twitch TV, okay, you can go uh, to uh, Stinky Rat channel and <laughs> you can watch Golf with Friends with Curtis, C.A., T.K., and, of course, Stinky Rat. You will find yourself wanting to fact check many, many things. Uh, because, it, it, for instance, uh, a poo-a-roo. A pu'eru is not actually related to the kangaroo, but poopier. Uh, it is a completely different thing. It is important to understand that poopiness is not a valid qualifier in the current taxonomic rating system. That's just not, because uh, otherwise, earthworms and intestinal flukes would be, you know, at least in the same phylum. <laughs> so for a minute there, I forgot how to breathe.
4: <laughs>
0: Welcome back. You learn phrases like "boops your snoot" and "poop yes! nugget." Yes.
2: Oh no, poop nugget. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, technically, if your poop comes out in nuggets, you are lacking fiber, and you need to fix that. Okay, more veggies, more veggies.
2: Or you're a rabbit.
0: <laughs> oh. It poop. Well, that is true, because it is well established that most of the people in our community are multiple animals all at once. Oh, so true. What's her name? Fire Doxycorn.
4: Dire Foxycorn. Yep. Oh, that's
1: I love it. I, we have to get her wrong, her name wrong every time now. It's
0: priceless. And there's our other friend, uh, a wolf badger squirrel.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: So if you've ever wanted to know what a foo-foo-foo head is, uh, you want to head over to Twitch TV <laughs> and check out uh, the Stinkrat channel.
2: Oh, my god! <laughs> it's very funny to hear the different phrases that just, like, come out of my mouth without me thinking about it or realizing it. I and now I'm like, oh, it. man. These are things that I say in public to people. Go me. Yes.
1: yes. And you can find her on the Steam Steam.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, the Steam Steam. I will boop your snoot on the and Steam Steam. D- <laughs>
1: I love when you boop snoots. I booped adorable. the snoot of my manager the other day. It didn't go well, but it was really funny.
2: <laughs> Don't try this at
1: home, folks. It was that moment where like, you are more drunk than the other person was. <laughs> but at the time, it just was so funny.
2: <laughs> it's still funny. I think it's adorable.
1: And we might actually get magical boops. Yes, yes i'm actually i'm yes. gonna do that
2: yes. i did add a boop song to my uh to my There's stream a boop store. song. i did i wrote it just for you i sang oh it myself my into my microphone I and um that. yeah that's a thing now that can be redeemed <gasps> in my stream oh my god
1: I take <laughs> all of my boops for the boop song
2: <laughs> i actually made it free because everybody should get a boop
1: oh i can't wait to hear this can you sing it now <laughs> or is it too much on the podcast? Boop, boop, boop! Your snoot, boop your little snoot, boopy, 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 boop boop, 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 boop! boop your little snoot.
2: That is See? so adorable.
1: And <laughs> so precious. Same thing with the Kimmage's song. That was a good one too.
2: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I write You're many songs. So creative. Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> I find it very endearing that you mispronounce the word "booped" on a regular basis. You say Me? "boop," "booped." Me? No.
1: Oh. This is not your idea. Well, it's like past tense. It was booped it.
2: Yeah, it was booped it.
1: <laughs> you were booped
2: no, Yeah,
4: booped How would you pass boop-ded-ed. tense boop? Booped. No, uh, booped that- We also boop-ded-ed. have uh, the fact that Stinky is a world renowned uh, Dead by Daylight player and yeah. has taught Wiggle <laughs> Dance. oh She's so goodness.
1: good that my game wouldn't even download.
4: Like, <laughs> oh, it was, my
0: computer true. was too terrified It just wouldn't let me play with Stinky. <laughs> And she's also an expert Reaper in Overwatch
2: Oh goodness, Ooh. I did just get my new Reaper skin And I am just, oh, I'm so thrilled About it, I love to watch my little candles flicker And it kind of distracts me A little bit, so I maybe don't shoot as many people There's such pretty fire on my arms
4: I looked yesterday in your stream You are like, no, no, don't use your ult on me I'm not worthy, and then you turn around And just shot the guy in the face
2: i remember saying i'm not worthy i do not remember shooting them in the face that makes me happy
1: (laughs) one of the things i love about thinky streams is she's so encouraging like i was epically failing at at friend's with golf or golf with friends oh my goodness this is backwards <laughs> golf with friends and like they have where like if you're the last player everyone watches you the camera goes to your character and everyone has to watch you fail until you get into the hole and the whole time she's like oh you're doing great chaotic you're doing so good CA <laughs> you were you were doing a very excellent job mean, well so like the time, time runs out because I'm like I can't make it into the hole and everyone's done
4: <laughs> Also, we but played some totally weird courses though like the, they we updated did. it, it fun. since we first played on the Thread Raiders stream. We're like, wow, these courses are a lot different than I remember.
1: Mm-hmm. And because of that encouragement, I'll play again. <laughs> Yay!
2: <laughs> we'll definitely have to have another Golf with Your Friends Day here soon. Yes.
1: So, what got you into RPG stuff, Stinky? So, um, with RPGs, I was actually just
2: in college and um, had some friends who liked to play D&D. and they were like, hey, you want to play? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure, can I have animals? And they were like, yeah, you can have animals. And one of my favorite, Mm -hmm. the DM let me kind of like have whatever animal I wanted, as long as I could figure out stats for it. And so I had a giant river otter. A giant river otter is like six feet long or something. And he let me tail whip a baddie with my tail. And it was just like the best thing ever. And I was hooked from there. I was like, I can tail whip. I am in for this.
4: (laughs) Although giant river otters, they are super protective creatures. There's a video out there on, uh, I think, was it discovery or Nat Geo of giant river otters just messing up up an anaconda that went after one of their young wow. oh man it made me start to love them
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> i want one as a pet but everyone keeps telling me no that's illegal they're endangered they're protected species like i still want one
1: well dire rainbow rainbow unicorn Foxycorn. <laughs> she has <laughs> a possum Remember, she does a have a possum <laughs> and i love it oh. legally it's a
4: strange cat and it's super adorable I really want to get
1: her a raccoon. I think oh that's perfect. my god.
4: <laughs> raccoons are awesome. I had one when I was a kid. Oh
1: really? really?
0: Yeah, its name was Bandit because I was uh, four. And oh, <laughs> that's so perfect. Isn't that the oh. state animal of Tennessee? Tra- I wasn't living in Tennessee baby. when I had it, it was actually in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania raccoons, they're notorious for being evil.
4: <laughs> oh, it was evil. Oh it liked me, but it didn't like my grandma or my parents or my brother. Stinky, what is your favorite
0: character that you've played? Wait a minute, you're interrupting Badger v Grandma.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's one
0: of my favorite episodes of Law and Order. <laughs> oh my you're, god. You're telling me you don't want to know what happened.
2: <laughs> Maybe sorry. after this commercial break. I was so excited. What Go
1: is ahead. that? A cat? <laughs>
3: Why is it your out
1: You can have this cat.
0: meemaw no.
2: <laughs> Poor meemaw Fine, oh. we'll move
0: on, but I want that story after the podcast.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. So stinky. <laughs> Tell us about your favorite character that you've done for an RPG.
2: Um, actually, My favorite character might be one of my current characters that I'm playing right now on the Soul Bear RPG channel. Mm -hmm. I am a a half-elf bard, which is very exciting. For some reason, I had never played a bard before, despite my tendency to sing everything. (laughs) So that was a really cool thing for me. And then on top of it, I like this character a lot because it's kind of like me really getting back into RPGs after kind of a difficult time in my life. Mm -hmm. So it's like this character kind of has that special meaning to me where it's like, oh, you're the character that's kind of pulling me out from everything. And she's just a blast to play too because she's just like... Kind of ditzy and dorky and doesn't really understand the customs or the ways. And she's very privileged. She has a lot of money. She was a princess. So it's kind of like, I just basically get to do whatever I want and sing everything. And I actually dyed my real hair pink because my character has pink hair. So I'm pretty attached to her. (laughs) Oh, thank you.
4: (laughs) I was wondering how that came about. (laughs) I know we kept bugging you in your discord about that for like days on end.
2: (laughs) Oh, the pink hair?
4: Yeah, when you're like, "We're dying my fur pink. You're like, we want pictures.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, because it was a disaster to begin with. That's right. Oh, my God. I ran out of dye halfway through. And it was just like, I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So I had to wait the next day. And it wasn't like from the roots down. It was like. We literally did, like, one half of like, the right side of my head. So it was, like, the left side of my head didn't have any dye, and the right side did. And it was just, like, oh, goodness. And everyone's, like, can we see pictures? And I'm, like, you cannot see this monstrosity unless I just, like, die taking a selfie and accidentally upload it to Discord. Because <laughs> there's no way this is
4: happening. <laughs> oh, on death, on post a cloud. Curtis was like, he was adamant. He wanted pictures.
2: (laughs) He was. He was like, give me the pictures. And I was like, no. All the pictures. And then finally, I I posted some when I was just like in my jam jams right after a shower. And I was like, fine. Take my reptilian face. You may have it.
1: (laughs) Chris. Yes, I'm here. Oh, everyone got so quiet. Were you thinking about Jam Jams? Jam
2: Jams? I'm always thinking about Jam Jams.
0: Actually, I was thinking Reptile Face. That sounds really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. If you need something from across the room, tongue.
2: Perfect. Oh, man. That would be amazing. Yeah. You never have to go anywhere again.
4: Teach teach Supreme (laughs) Overlord Zoe to go get you stuff from across the room.
2: Oh, man. Let me tell you something about Overlord Zoe. I'm the one who has to get things across the room for her. Even if I'm all comfy in my blankie, she drops her little, she has a little Frankenstein that she just, Frankenstein's monster, technically, that she loves. And she drops him on the floor. And then she looks at me and she's like, mm, 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 and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get this for you, don't I? It doesn't matter that it's 10 o'clock at night and about to fall asleep. You need this toy.
4: <laughs> Vera does the same thing. With her stuffy she sleeps with, if it falls off the bed, she'll wake me up, no matter day or night, I could have just gotten to bed at four in the morning, and she will wake me up to get the stupid stuffy. Oh, Vera doesn't want to get her own stuffy. That
1: deserves a boop snoot.
2: Yes!
4: Oh man, if I could have boop Vera's <laughs> little snoot, I would be so pleased.
0: It's a virtual oh, boop too. snoot.
4: Yes. She gets the weirdest look on her face if you boop her snoot. She's like, what happened? What's that?
1: (laughs) What does this mean? Do I get food? Do I go out? Is it walk time? (laughs) Nothing. What is this? She'll run around
4: the house afterwards. Like, she will tear ass from upstairs to downstairs, through the kitchen, all the way back up to you. It's like, wow. I
1: I do that when Stinky Boops my snoot. Oh yeah! Every time she does during a stream, there's like a silence for like five minutes, and then it come back.
2: <laughs> she's like out of breath, like, "Guys, <sighs>
1: listen, <gasps> boop the snoot, boop the snoot."
2: <laughs> and then, of course, I, without thinking, I'm like, "Boop!" And she's like, oh, "Damn it, not again!" <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's good exercise. It's a great way to lose weight. Just saying,
4: <laughs> get that cardio in. Yeah. Here mm-hmm. first, boop. folks, booping the snoot good
0: exercise <laughs> <laughs> well so let me just uh, conclude this interview by saying uh first of all thank you to all three of you uh i learned more about medical marijuana uh than oh i had ever God. known by watching oh your last <laughs> TV stream. so much information it was like a master's course it was incredible
2: well if you'd like a phd course you let me know
0: You followed that immediately with a a visceral and uh, illustrative explanation of the effects of salmonella on the human body, and that was equally entertaining, so uh, thank you for all of that good content. You have made the internet a better place.
2: I'm glad that that's how I'm making my mark here.
0: It's promo time. Greetings, everyone. Fenwald Griswick here. The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Thread Raiders podcast is Tabletop Loot. Listeners, I get it. You're young, you're confident, you're eager to explore the world. And most importantly, you want to get boned. That's why we recommend Tabletop Loot, the premier supplier for the Thread Raiders network of bone-themed dice. They have dragon bone, they have bleached bone, they have wraith bone, in fact, by simply typing the word bone into their search engine, you will be treated to a fantastic spread of all their skeletal gaming accessories. These are top-quality gaming dice, perfect for your D&D, Shadowrun, Vampire the Masquerade, Cthulhu, Pathfinder, or whatever gaming system you plan to play needs. Throwing someone the bone has never been more fun. Visit TabletopLoot.com today to check out the greatest selection of gaming accessories that has ever been collected into one online store. Tabletop Loot, loot for every table. And now, back to our show. It's
3: alive! All
0: right, TK, well, now's your time to shine, buddy. TK, the Yay, first time TK. doing this segment. Teach me da, things. Da, da. Impart your knowledge to me.
4: Game yes. this week is a game I'll be running soon. Uh, Supernatural, which is based off Ooh. the hit TV Ooh. show.
0: So good.
4: I love Supernatural so Me
1: much. Me too. It's, uh, a, do I get to be Dean?
4: N- <laughs> you can't be Dean or Sam in this, but they do exist in the world <gasps> of the game in one of the add-ons. Who's going to eat
1: so much pie. <laughs> Can I <laughs> so date excited. them in the game?
4: They are <laughs> available in the game. There's no romance thing, yeah. but it does have for a homebrew oh. rule for her, that in a supplement someone published themselves after the game was discontinued. It's based off the D12 system, but we're running it on uh, modern D20 because modern D12 is weird and like mm-hmm. to create a character requires like 15 dice. It's like, oh, that, that's a bit much.
0: Yeah. Who the hell has 15 D12s sitting around?
4: I have a lot of D12s. I mean, I have a, I have a sack full of dice in my garage and a pillowcase. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, my house is really just like tabletop loot. I am their <laughs> store.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> With, loot.
1: like, all of these dice prisons hanging from the ceiling. It's very interesting. CA
0: is known in tabletop loot land as warehouse number seven.
4: <laughs> 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 tabletop loot should never have, you know, made dice available to me. Because, like, I sign up for their loot crate, which is amazing. And every month they're like, ooh, new dice. <laughs> and then I go to work. That sounds like
1: sounds lovely.
4: Like, who doesn't have dice? Why do we need dice? You need them.
1: So how do we use this D12 and Supernatural?
4: Uh, there's a few ways. The first is creating your character, which is kind of convoluted, because you don't build a character like you do in D&D. The first thing you do is you roll your traits. And depending on what you hit on a D12, that gives you your traits.
3: <laughs> so it's not
4: very customizable.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And then you roll a D12 for assets. And whatever your assets hit on a D12, that is the quote-unquote asset you get. Like, you can get an asset for uh, Cool Under Fire, Danger Sense, kind of like Spidey Sense, Mm
3: -hmm. Ah.
4: Faith, Devoted, Fast on Your Feet, Higher Education, so you can be like Sam, or my favorite, uh, intuitive leaps be a lot like dean just be like you know what i'm gonna do a thing because it feels right
1: that is awesome yeah i mean i would play it anyway
0: especially if you add the dating mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you had the dating. we're in <laughs> like, please
4: do <laughs> and then you have to have a complication to your character which Uh-oh. are uh I'm already complicated absent-minded makes you forget things <laughs> uh, or addiction allergy or amnesia you can begin the game actually not knowing who you are uh one of them that i think is really funny because it's in here three times under different names combat paralysis coward and blind from anger
0: jeez! <laughs> oh, there you go
4: <laughs> all three prevent you from fighting in a fight for the first two rounds
0: it is well established that my character carries an epipen, so I'll so I'll choose uh, allergic reactions.
4: Some of
2: those sound really interesting. With the whole like intuitive leap, do it because it feels right thing. Like mm-hmm. if you have those complications with that kind of like background and that kind of like approach to things, oh goodness.
4: And then of course it has backgrounds that you can roll for. These are all, like, the optional character creation rules that the book says you should use to make it more fun. One of them is kind of funny going with the, you know, not able to fight. Uh, overconfidence means that you'll run into a fight and then get scared. Or pacifists. <laughs> you can be a oh, pacifist geez. in the supernatural world.
1: <laughs> um, what? Okay,
4: then. And my personal favorite, because I I did get to play this game a bit ago, a practical joker. (laughs) You can, during combat or at any time the DM chooses, you can roll a D4 and play a joke on a party member. And all I'm thinking is, I'm just going to load somebody's gun with, like, jelly bullets. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. So, does this hindrance affect the entire group, or does each person in the group get a different hindrance?
4: Each person in the group gets a different one based off of their character. But certain ones do affect the group like in uh, combat, if you have uh, like you know an addiction, you the DM might say, okay I want you to roll a D6, if you roll a one to two on that D6, then your addiction takes over during combat.
0: What happens if all four of your people choose, like, pacifist or something like that?
4: Then you're kind of screwed. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're in agreement. This wendigo is trying to eat your face. Well, nope. I'm not going to hit it. I'm not going to hit it. I'm also uh, highly allergic to fur. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh,
1: did you say ute? Yeah, two utes. What is a ute? All right, Chris. What's next? You. <gasps> Shut up.
0: What's happening with the thread raiders?
1: <laughs> we have No, it's not just thread raiders. What's
0: happened with the community?
1: We had That's right. It's community update. <laughs> <laughs> so <excited>. nice.
0: <laughs> I was really worried about finding the theme song for this.
1: <laughs> Boom. Job done. <laughs> so, I would like to point out Crypt Monkey Studios on Twitter they have been following me since the beginning of time i am a huge supporter of all of the things that they do and they have a kickstarter that's out called house of possession It is only 25 dollars, and this could be yours they have already sold out their kickstarter actually they beat it um but you should get the game anyway because it's a lot of fun and so exciting
0: this is possession by a spirit yes interesting
1: so you thought this evening would be a calm and relaxing end to your week After all, you visited your wealthy friend's Victorian mansion for dinner parties before. But when the strange, otherworldly voice emanates from your host, you suddenly know that you should have stayed home. Dun-dun-dun! (laughs)
2: Dun-dun-dun!
0: This game knows me so well. The countless hours that I've spent in an ancient Victorian mansion just... Kicking my feet up and drinking (laughs) down some tea, boy.
4: I mean, that's just what we all do on Friday nights, I thought, unless, you know, people are weird.
2: Yeah, I thought that was just, like, the normal thing to do.
0: (laughs) Pardon me, sir. Would you like a scone? Oh, yes, thank you. Yes, that would be lovely.
2: Okay, I love scones, though, if we're, you know, being serious Mm, here for a minute. I've never had a scone. Really? I've never had one. No
0: idea what they're like. There is no way that I'm going to allow seriousness on this podcast.
1: (laughs) No seriousness allowed. (laughs) <laughs> so this game is about 10 to 30 minutes long, uh, it's for two to six players, uh, and the object is that your friend is a demon now, who is, has been possessed by a demon, and you have to escape the house. But the trick is only one of you can escape the house. So you have all of these cards that you play, um, and you basically sabotage all of your friends to try to get out and survive. They have all different types of things, like tools to help you escape with, like maybe screwdrivers or crowbars. Um, They also have sin cards that you can add to the game, which makes it a little bit longer. Um, But what I love, and this is in quotes, you can crush the dreams of freedom
4: (laughs) for your friends. (laughs) That's beautiful. That that sounds like it's (laughs) going more from game into something kind of kinky, but
1: hey. Yes, which makes me really want to play it now. Uh, so these sin cards, you can basically either turn lights off so your players can't see how to get out. You have baseball bats. I'm assuming you can maybe attack your friends. Um, you can like lock the doors so that they can't get out when they finally get to freedom. Um, but they also have protection cards. Uh, so maybe you turn off the lights, but they have a candle that they can use um, to help them escape. So I really like all of the ideas that they have in it. And I'm we were talking about Supernatural, so this is perfect that yeah, we right. brought this up. Yeah, it worked out great. Um, So I would definitely check it out. See if you like it. I think it's great for conventions. You can take it anywhere. It's a very small package. Um, So, yeah. So go to Kickstarter. It's Crypt Monkey Studios. If you want to find them on Twitter, it's Crypt underscore Monkey.
2: And did you say that the gameplay is usually about 10 to 30 minutes there?
1: Yeah, 10 to 30 minutes. And if you add SIN cards, it can be a little bit longer. It can be up to an hour.
2: See, that's something that I can really appreciate because I know, like, I love board games. Mm -hmm. But one thing that I sometimes have trouble with is sometimes it's hard for me to do things for a longer period of time. And some board games can take, like, hours and hours and hours. And it's not like if I space out a little bit, you know it's okay because you kind of have to like pay attention to what's going on. So when mm-hmm. you have something that's like a 10 minute game like that, as somebody who has a limited number of spoons, that's something that I can really appreciate. And I actually really want to look into this now because it sounds
1: amazing. Yeah, it really is. And I like the these type of games too for conventions because there's a lot of times where everyone has crazy chaotic schedules, but they want to come out and hang out and play games. So you can pull this out and play for 10, 30 minutes, and then they can run to wherever they need to go. Or maybe, you know, they need to go to some kind of lecture or podcasting, you know. So it's great to have these smaller games, especially if you're waiting in line for something like Acquisitions Incorporated, like you're in line for like an hour before they play. These are great games to pull out to play with the people you're waiting in line with, too. Oh, yeah, that's
4: awesome. I just mm-hmm. want to know if there's a card in there of Burn Down House, if they whip out a candle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ck's like <laughs> how do i set everything on fire
1: well so there's of- one card that says remember your prayers so <laughs> <laughs> i, I, if I, if oh. I this, guess it's
4: possible i get this game i'm assuming that means burn down the house if someone whips out a candle but you whipped out a candle the house is now on fire you have 30 seconds to escape starting now flip a little timer yes.
0: <laughs> it's it's one of the sin cards, TK. It's it's called Enfuego.
1: That's if, if that's like probably like one of the tiers. You get these like cards that you can actually light on fire in the game. It's a good time. There's yes. a match that says Crypt Monkey on it.
0: They're printed oh, on flash paper. Yes. That would
4: be dangerous around me because I'd be like, all right, this is the card I drew. Let's all go outside now.
3: <laughs>
0: you know who we have to get in on this? I am Moxicorn. This sounds like a game that's right up her alley.
4: (laughs) I'm sure that that Iron Moxicorn would really love the fire aspect. We should ask ask her. Like, do you enjoy fire? This
0: is getting hot. It's tea time.
4: Tea time. Tea
1: time. Time. No, it's thinking We're gonna play. I can't wait. We've been waiting for this. Uh,
0: This is the portion of our show where I read a series of facts that were printed on the underside of an unnamed tea brand. Uh, your choices will be true, false, or huh. Uh, listen to the fact, decide, and then give me your answer.
1: And the huh has to be like a really good
0: huh because
1: Mets girl nailed it. That's <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, I know. Holy crap.
0: <laughs> Snapcap fact number 829. Women's hearts typically beat faster than men's hearts.
4: Hmm. I think it's true because. Uh, psych- psychologically women tend to feel more than men and their brains do work slightly different. No offense ladies on the podcast or anyone listening it's just okay. men's brains work more combative so the heart rate would slow during combat although it's a myth that it speeds up. It actually slows down because uh, your body slows down. It produces more adrenaline which should technically speed up your heart but slows down your heart rate so you don't atrophy your muscles.
1: I do feel like guys are more calm what's this now (laughs) (laughs) you are very calm grizz well that is true stinky are you a calm person
2: Uh, have you met me (laughs) (laughs) i'm not a calm person (laughs) well if things go like very very badly actually you know what it depends honestly like so uh the reason that i have the spoons issue going on is that i'm a traumatic brain injury survivor and so like pre-tbi i was actually super calm when things went wrong I was like like something horrible could happen and I'd be like all right let's fix this but now it's like I don't know if it's just that I get like surges of something or not enough surges of something or if it's just that like my anxiety is so woof now Mm -hmm. that I am I'm not always as calm now when things go funny it's
0: because you spent a spoon
2: yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly exactly hmm. so yeah no i no, i'm not i'm not super calm no no yeah. although i don't know if um but i have actually we could have a whole gender discussion sometime i think that would be really really fun i'll save it for now since <laughs> we have a limited <laughs> amount of time but i think that
4: would be fun it would be i agree that would be an awesome discussion to have
1: so would you go with true or false thingy
2: Um, I am going to go with false. I don't know if this makes any sense or not, but um, because men tend to be taller and women tend to be at least shorter than men on average, I would think that their heartbeat would be a little bit faster because they have to pump the blood everywhere um, and i'm only thinking of this cuz i have a condition <laughs> oh good god <laughs> well, oh, i mean I. they do they do
4: say that you know the blood leads to brain at some point stinky
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that was beautiful I'm well so that glad made you me want that. to change my answer <laughs> 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 point well proven there stinky <laughs>
2: I got to pump that blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs>
1: hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, I feel like um, that it would be true. I'm going with true.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. And the answer is false. I ah, was so you're oh. right. The normal heart rate for all humans is between 50 and 80 beats per minute. Uh, anything higher than that or lower than that, you definitely want to see a doctor. Um, Tachycardia is when you have 100 or more beats per minute, uh, which is usually where you don't want to just see a doctor. You want to see a whole series of doctors, some nurses, and a bunch of other people on your way through the hospital.
2: (laughs) I actually have a condition that causes my heart rate to sometimes go up to 117 when I stand up. So that's actually why I thought that that men had the higher heart rate because I know what happens to bodies when they go up and down because of my little condition.
0: There you go.
1: Huh.
2: When they I go used... up and down. Oh, good Lord.
0: Yeah. I, was on a, I missed an, that at first. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of a <laughs> dirty joke. I wasn't ignoring you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was on a, a medication um, that caused a vasovagal response. So like mm-hmm. I would literally get up from bed and then I'd walk down a hallway and like be almost unconscious. Like I I would oh, no. I couldn't even keep going anymore like almost like pass out. That was rough. Yeah,
2: I bet mm-hmm. your blood pressure dropped when yeah. you got up.
4: Mm-hmm. A- yeah, that's actually Like what it was hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just a
2: weirdo
4: who lowers my heart rate on purpose.
1: No, but that's a good thing. You want a he low heart rate. He falls
4: asleep during tattoos because of it.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> when he falls asleep it's like you can't tell if he's alive.
4: Yeah, that's true. And that, that bothers yeah. people, like my wife, who once punched me in the chest as hard as she could because, like, you weren't breathing. Oh, well, you
0: know what? I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs> Snapcap fact number 884. A strand from the web of a golden spider is as strong as a steel wire of the same.
2: Hmm. I'm going to say true because spiders mm. are strong and independent.
1: They're so cool that they, they could be able are. to do that. Like Mm. I
4: know that they've genetically modified spiders for certain kind of metals But I don't know what kind of spider it is It would
1: be crazy if that was
4: true
2: I really want it to
4: be true I don't
2: know if I believe in my heart that it's true But (laughs) I really do want to believe in my heart that it's true And that's why I don't do well
1: at this game Because I always choose the cooler ones (laughs)
4: I'm going to say false (laughs) Like the woo squirrel Because I've never burned steel with my lighter before Alright
1: I'm going to go with true Go, little spider, go.
0: And the answer is false.
4: Oh, no.
1: oh, poor spiders. No.
0: As strong, I would assume, means tensile strength, which is if you you know were in a tug of war and you were holding one end of a rope and somebody else was, was holding the other, at what point does the rope break? That is the tensile strength. Um, spider drag lines, which is different than spider silk, are very tough. And when you compare them to the average of the different kinds of steel they are comparative but they are not stronger or as strong as steel wire uh for those of you who are interested in the numbers dragline has a 1.3 gpa that is a gigapascal and uh for steel it's 1.65 so steel is actually uh significantly higher
4: so i know we've talked about spiders about two episodes ago i think and I said I would burn them all. I, I would burn an entire island to the ground with a thermonuclear device or mm-hmm. we need to find these spiders and burn them all. War <laughs> weavers are huge. I'll
1: them. Mm-hmm, they really are. Uh,
0: for what it's worth, uh, so the fashion industry has become very interested in spider silk and they have created a golden cape, uh, which is currently in a museum in London made uh, entirely of spider silk. It required 1.2 million spiders, uh, and Whoa. was produced in Madagascar. Oh my gosh!
2: Can we talk about how badly I want this cape right
0: now?
2: <laughs> Holy that moly! That
1: must
4: be expensive.
0: Indeed.
1: Oh, I guess so. How much is it, Chris?
0: Uh, it is enough to put it behind glass
4: <laughs> in, in a British museum with the top line in security. So that's right. I mean, the guys who the the guys who stole like some stuff from the French museum, we're gonna look at that like, nope.
0: Snapcap fact number one thousand and three. If two pieces of the same type of metal touch in outer space, they will bond together permanently.
4: How cool is that? I'm I'm gonna say false. Like, the,
1: I'd do that all the time if I was in space. The, the,
4: right. <laughs> zero gravity, but i mean where's the metal becoming magnetized or where's the heat where's the physics
1: wouldn't your little astronaut outfit like stick to you would bond to your rocket
2: little astronaut outfit was the best way that (laughs) 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 ever put that ever and i'm so pleased about it
0: (laughs) i picture a chimp sent to space that's just stuck on the steering wheel
1: Uh, playing uh, with like metal lincoln logs And what kind of metal is it? Does it say?
0: Metal. All metal.
1: Just metal. See? Look, trickery. Didn't we learn from last time? that It said what kind of strength? Well, what kind of metal is it? It probably depends, doesn't it, Grizz? Yes, it does.
0: If only I could answer.
1: Um, Well, I got to false it now. I'm going to say false as well.
0: False. All right. And the answer is true. No.
1: Oh. It doesn't say what kind of metal it is. It could be metal. any metal. That's all so metal. Crazy. Will do it, I really want to do this, it. So let's okay. move to space.
0: This is known as cold welding. When they say metal, they mean untreated metal. Obviously, if you put something between the metal and whatever you're rubbing it against, um, you know, that will act as a barrier. On Earth, this is not a problem because we have oxygen in our atmosphere. Oxygen reacts with almost anything. And so it creates a very thin film on the outside of metal, which we know if it's iron, it's rust or you know any of the other oxidized metals. Uh, so because of that layer on Earth, that doesn't, uh, it's not a problem. But in space, there is no oxygen. So any time that you press metal against metal, uh, they will bond together permanently. Uh, This is a big problem on the space station. When you have to go out in order to do a spacewalk, you have to make sure that none of the tools uh, are made out of metal so that they don't stick to the outside of the space station. So every tool that goes up with a NASA astronaut is actually coated in some sort of plastic or other polymer in order to prevent this from happening.
4: I kind of want to be a jerk and find a way to make that polymer dissolve.
0: <laughs>
1: oh is the, no! Is there a way we can do it here on Earth, Grizz? Uh,
0: technically, yes. You would have to create some sort of vacuum where you sucked out all of the uh, atmosphere out of a you know, container of some kind, and then you would simply, you know, put together two rocks or wrenches or whatever was not, you know. Now, keep in mind, you also have to scrape off the layer of oxidization uh, that is on the outside so you know if you have let's say a nail you have to kind of rub it a little bit with a piece of sandpaper
4: i wonder because i have pure pewter in my garage and i have a vacuum pump a uh, zero pressure vacuum pump which takes forever but it will suck all the oxygen out of a thing make it a perfect vacuum i want to try this
1: now just be careful, TK. You only have so many limbs. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, is true. You know,
4: that's the exact same thing Mandy said to me when I bought it. It's like, you, you have two arms and two legs.
0: <laughs> Just be careful. <laughs> Snapcap fact number 1456. Major League Baseball umpires often wear black underwear in case they split their pants.
4: I want to say true.
1: But not all of them wear black. That's also true. Why would, why black? Like if you were wearing white pants, wouldn't you want to wear white so it matches? Then no one would notice. Maybe they, if you wear black on a white well, outfit, you're gonna see that. Maybe they shit. want people to know. That is those. so true, right?
4: Because I mean, I have no shame, but I also don't. I also go commando, so that would, that would be really weird. <laughs> I mean, we had that left-handed pitcher thing a bit ago that confused us both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna say true
1: um, i'm gonna have to do false because it, it seems odd that it would be black
0: all right stinkums oh
1: man stinkums i know oh, i know my it's God. i love it. yes <laughs> that's so precious little stinkums <laughs> oh
2: man it's
0: not as precious as my roxy thorn <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs> i can't wait till she listens to this. Word. i
2: know right it's gonna be beautiful oh my
4: goodness joy while they die laughing or plan to murder us all
2: or she'll laugh while she's murdering us but either way she's gonna be laughing
4: <laughs> like you know joy secretly the joker
2: i think i will go you know, i'm gonna go with true i'm gonna go with true
1: <gasps> why why but it's black
2: Okay, but this might be cheating. However, TK and I are tied right now. And if he gets it right and I don't, I'm going to be real mad. So, <laughs> so if I go with TK on this, we either both win or we both lose.
0: Touche. <laughs> all right, we're in, Grizzwicks And the answer is, huh? It's
1: fucking A. We all love that one. Is it because of the color? I swear I'm going to pitch it. It's because of
0: the word often. There's no such thing as a fact uh... that contains the word often. It either is oh, a fact shit, or it is right. not. And in this case, it is definitely not a fact. There's no polling data on this. Uh, umpires can wear whatever underwear uh, floats their boat, black or otherwise. There are no rules about underwear. Uh, there are rules about pants, however. Major League Baseball says specifically that you have to wear a particular outfit uh, as an umpire and that's for security reasons. You can't just have random people wandering around behind the scenes saying, Oh, I'm an umpire. If you're dressed that way it makes security makes it easier for security to identify you.
4: So what we need to do is we need to get a uh, petition going to make Major League Baseball umpires wear black underwear.
0: In order to earn a point on this show?
4: Yes. <laughs> I
0: tell you what TK you make it happen, that point's yours.
1: No my God
0: <laughs> Snapcap fact number thirty eight.
1: Fish cough. Oh, underwater. Oh, my God. I've n- I've never seen a fish I've
4: cough. I've never seen. I don't know. if Fish have diaphragms.
1: Is it every time they make a bubble, they're actually coughing? That's sad.
4: Or are they hiccuping? <gasps> That's cute, too.
1: I want a hiccuping coughing fish. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's like a rare type of fish
0: now, I bet.
1: I can't picture that. Being a thing.
0: The bubbles that they emit are CO2.
1: But does the coughing make that happen?
0: We exhale CO2,
4: though, so I mean it could just be an exhale factor. If they have lungs, they must have something that allows them to exhale, which I'm guessing will be a diaphragm. And
2: I'm sure their little fishy insides could get irritated. Oh. I'm gonna say true?
1: Oh no, stinky. What are we gonna do?
2: I don't know. I think... Oh. Uh, I think I will say true, and if it does turn out to be true, I'm gonna go back to school, get a degree in science, and make fishy cough medicine.
4: Fish cough medicine. The next thing in uh
0: you, you can call it roba Oh
4: my god. Boom. No.
0: Oh. <laughs> On the fly it was. We did not plan that.
1: Uh I'm gonna say no. I don't think
0: little fishies cough. All right. And the answer is true. Why am I so bad at this?
2: (laughs) Oh, you're not bad at this. (laughs) See See how encouraging.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's It's your inner desire to believe, to trust the unnamed tea brand. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I'm, named T. Brand. I'm watching you i'm doing the eyes to
0: face Why? right now all creatures that breathe have a way to attempt to fix the situation uh if their oxygenization uh, is interrupted uh that was proven in the 1970s by scientists who studied fish uh to find out how they would uh, go about doing that and basically what they do is they backflush their gills Uh, With the CO2, you know, that is naturally inside of them that comes out as the bubbles, uh, they throw it back out through the gill as a cough. Um, Again, any creature that breathes uh, can cough. So that includes fish, worms, which, of course, breathe through their skin. So they emit a goo. uh, That is why when you pick up a worm, it is wet and slimy.
3: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So
1: gross.
0: Beetles have 18 throats uh, in various parts of their body. They're known as spiracles, and uh, for the massive amount of oxygen that they need, because they fly and scuttle, uh, they can push CO2 out of any of their holes.
1: That's a lot of throats.
2: That is a lot of throats.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I like to picture that song, let me clear my throat, and then the beetle's like, and all of its legs are going at (laughs) once.
1: Oh. (laughs) Oh, That's so cute.
2: With a little, like, top hat and, like, a little, like, those little canes, you know, that they spin around. Little booties. (laughs) Yeah, just make like a whole production of it. <laughs> so cute.
0: Snapcap fact number 147. Panama is the only place in the world where you can see the sunrise on the Pacific and set on the Atlantic. Naturally? Yes.
2: <laughs> I don't know why I feel so much pressure right now. I'm just like, man. There are points to be had. What if I answer it wrong? What if I answer it right? Oh, my goodness. So many things could happen. There are literally two things. No, nope, three things, because there could I'm, be a hump. I'm not
4: sure if you could see that. Like, I don't know how big Panama is geographically, but I don't know if you could see that far. Well, I mean, it is the sun. Uh, that's so weird. It is the sun. <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? That's a good point, though.
1: I'm going to go with true.
0: All right. I'm
4: I'm going to go with CA and say true.
0: Okay.
1: Are you sure? Because my batting average isn't so good.
4: <laughs> uh, well, now I don't want to
2: say false because I don't want you to think that it's your fault.
4: We'll just <laughs> we'll blame fault. Dak because that's starter number nine. Fault. We'll blame Dak. We all blame Dak. <laughs> starter rules number gonna, seven, eight, nine.
0: So
2: I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with false and probably be mad at myself later. Okay. <laughs>
0: all right. Mm-hmm. And the answer is false. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you may not have noticed is that it says where you can see the sun rise on the Pacific. And in the United States, traditionally, the sun sets on the Pacific. So we're talking about a very specific situation here. Um, also, the converse is true. It says set on the Atlantic. Normally, the sun rises on the Atlantic. And so the question is, how can that be? The nation of Panama, if you look at it on a map, snakes. Uh, if you'll forgive me, it kind of looks like the drain at, underneath of your sink. And so there are parts of Panama that can actually look eastward over the Pacific, and thus they can watch the sun rise. For instance, in Panama City. Uh, If you start off in Panama City, you can watch the sun rise, and then uh, if you drive 50 miles uh, along the canal, you can get to the town of Cologne, where you can see it set over the Atlantic. Uh, And so that's what started all of this. However, you can also accomplish this in Chile, but also in Argentina, because you have to start off at Puerto Montt in Chile for the Pacific sunrise, and then drive for 13 hours and 42 minutes to San Antonio Oeste, uh, which is in Argentina, and then you can watch uh, the sunset, but you have to do it at a particular time of year. You have to do it Right around the summer solstice time, because that's when uh, you have just an I'm sorry, their summer solstice, which is in December. If on January the 2nd, 2019, you were in Puerto Montt, you could drive over to uh, San Antonio Obest and you would have about 10 minutes to spare. Interesting. Yes.
4: So we need to take a trip so we can do this.
0: This is a guy trip movie waiting to happen. I believe (laughs) that.
4: Chris, we know what we're doing next year. Hangover,
1: Panama.
0: Uh, There is a place in Panama, for those of you who are wondering, where you can actually see both oceans. Uh, It is the highest point in Panama, which is the Volcan de Chiriqui. That's the volcano. Uh,
1: Oh, it's like Chiriqui. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> it is. I wonder if she knows that probably
0: at 11,000 foot high, you can see 232 miles in all directions, uh, which means that you would be able to see both oceans. Uh, Panama is only 50 miles across.
4: Now I think that uh, volcano is cursed. I feel like I'm cursed.
0: Aww.
1: Oh no. You're not cursy,
4: eh? It's just Sad that
1: panda face.
0: One last chance at redemption. Snap <laughs> fact number one, two, five, four. Arkansas has the only active diamond mine in the United States.
4: I'm gonna say true, because I know there are tons of mines out west. It seems like it might be a thing that's going on. I mean, how we have Indiana caverns where you can get fake gold. You can get pyrite from there.
1: I'll go with true. Okay, but I have no oh hope. man. Yeah, I have
2: no idea on this one. My- stinky, you gotta win. I know, right? Oh, J- J- so I have L? to go. I'm gonna have to go with true. I'm gonna have to go with true.
1: Did <gasps> Stinky win?
0: And the answer is true. Yay.
1: Yay! Yay!
2: Arkansas has a purpose.
0: Crater of Diamonds State Park, which is outside of Murfreesboro, uh, in Arkansas. Uh, For those of you who are wondering, uh, seven hours and 57 minutes uh, from the unclaimed baggage warehouse in Scottsboro, Alabama, uh, which is a straight shot down Interstate 40. All right.
1: Um, (laughs) I didn't know it was a joke. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I didn't either. I thought it was, was, like, legit.
2: Yeah, like,
4: there's an unclaimed baggage warehouse. I want to go there. Like, all this baggage is mine. (laughs) Just load it in the
0: truck.
2: (laughs) <laughs> All these things belong to me now. I'm going to the diamond mine.
0: CA uh, uh, once told us about the unclean baggage warehouse. I was so excited that I remembered yes. that. Yes, they're right Yay. down the road from each other.
1: I was almost there. I was like an hour. Memphis
0: away. is in between.
1: It's still on my
0: my list of things to do before I die. There, there. was, in fact, another diamond mine in the United States uh, called the Kelsey Lake Diamond Mine, which was near Fort Collins, Colorado. However, it closed in 2002 due to legal problems.
3: No. Oh.
4: Were they growing all the marijuana in it? <laughs> well, it's Colorado. I mean.
2: Exactly.
0: So the final score. How many boops? By a score of four to three, Stinky has beaten TK. Yay. Yay. Four boops for you. Boops for everybody. Well done, Stinky Yay. Rat. Yay. Thank you. you won. On her Yay. debut Thank performance. Boops. Oh.
3: Boop,
2: boop, boop, ba boop,
0: boop, boop, boop. I'm sorry. We already have a theme song when- for this segment, but I will hold on <laughs> to that for something in the future. <laughs> And now it's time for what's in the box? What's oh, in the box? Our attempt to make it Christmas every day.
1: <laughs> well, I have a baby mimic and a yak and a <laughs> baby ooze. I'm gonna roll. Everybody ready? And a baby teacup camel on a plank. Yep. I like how everything's a baby. It's so cute. Oh, I have to collect them all.
0: Guys, I'm sorry. For 24 hours, the Isle of Pirates is a beehive of activity as guards and sailors of all shapes and sizes embark and disembark from ships that patrol the waters looking for you. Even in the dead of night, patrolling warships launch magical starbursts into the sky to illuminate the rocks and secluded beaches of the island. But you fooled them all. Thinking quickly, you swam as fast as you could to the very dock they are using to launch their searches and climbed up underneath where the dock mounts to the land, literally hiding right under their noses. Eventually, the hustle calms down, and the rabble return to their normal patrols and assignments. Only then do you dare to take a few peeks to see what's happening. It's hard to see in the dimming sunlight, but the isle appears to be quite small. Just past the dock, under which you've been hiding, is an open courtyard ringed by a dozen buildings. The ground is paved, and I use that term loosely, with cobblestones. Beyond that, a road climbs toward the horizon, forking in two directions. To the left, toward a more superior camp surrounded by an impressive palisade built on a hill, and to the right, brings you back to what you surmise is the fortress in which you were held. Just as you are getting the lay of the land, you spot a guard coming your way. On his way back towards the courtyard, you seize the opportunity. With lightning speed, you reach up and grab him by the face, pulling him off the dock onto the beach below and knocking him unconscious. He had it coming. He knows what he did. (laughs) You search him quickly, but finding nothing, you simply stuff him under the dock and make your move. Deciding to forego the disguise, you sneak into the darkness to avoid detection. Looking for Molly and Minnie Mal, you head for a large building that clearly has some sort of agricultural use, given the sickles and other farming implements you can see inside. It is there that you discover an entire pen of yaks. (laughs) That, sadly, to your untrained eye, all look exactly the same. You climb onto the railing of the enclosure for a better view. But when you hear several pirates loudly approaching in raucous conversation, you dive into the pen. The stank of a thousand yaks besieges your nostrils. (laughs) But to betray your location by vomiting all over the livestock would surely be death. Instead, you put a piece of bread between your lips a trick your Meemaw taught you. You find the bottomless saddle slung over a windowsill between the yak pen and the tool storage. You go to pick it up, hoping that Molly will intuit what you're looking to accomplish and simply identify herself. But the bottomless saddle of holding is significantly heavier than you expect. You collapse under the weight, pinning your legs to the ground. You try to empty the saddle of all the baubles you've ever picked up in order to extricate yourself from this predicament. You remove the top hat you wore to the imp's ball last year. You remove a feather boa, bottle of cough medicine, 16 yak treats, fishing reel, water cooler, barber shears, the tiny head of a woman named Barbara Millicent Roberts. (laughs) Huh. It's a box. You don't remember this. The mysterious box you've been unknowingly carrying about is about the size of a woman's evening clutch. Except when you pick it up, it's surprisingly heavy. The wood of the box is in great condition, having been stained and shellacked. The locking mechanism appears to be two plant vines made of silver, whose leaves intertwine. Cinnamon stick, bag of airplane peanuts, eye of newt, pogo stick, dried parrot, the tire you blew when you jumped that curb, a dictionary with the page for onomatopoeia ripped out, gem cutters loop, your signed baseball from the 7046 Seersucker playoff team. As circulation begins to return to your calves, you finally kick the saddle aside and roll over onto your elbow. Amidst the hoarder's bed of bric brac that has been your life, you decide, huh? Eh, what's one more? A quick flick of the wrist, and the lock springs open, freeing its prisoner. My question for you is this. What's in the box? What's in the
4: box? As I untwine the vines and unlock the box, inside, I pull out a... Cracked black and gold dragon egg.
0: Cracked dragon egg.
1: Oh, no. Is it, is it? Is it like a big hole? Big crack?
4: No, it looks... Is there a baby
2: coming out?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. We've awoken something. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, Across... put it back in the nest.
4: <laughs> Across the uh, crack is engraving in eldric, And it says, To whoever reads me shall unleash me. Mm.
1: Griswick's. You want to read it?
0: <laughs> you flip it over, and on the other side it says, In case of fire, break. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's a dragon joke.
1: Uh, is it in a language we know?
4: Yes, it's written in. Uh, the, you magically know the language upon reading it.
1: How about Griswick's? You read half, and then I'll read the other half, and maybe it won't open because it's not like one person read the whole thing.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I I read, uh, And then I stop. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> <What> does... <laughs> I,
0: I read my half in an appropriate tone. That was really, really good,
1: by the way. <laughs> so, TK, what does half of it say?
4: <laughs> that is up to you to decide. If you decipher it right, then it opens.
1: Oh, well, that's not good. Well, what did you find out, Chris? What's, what is what is your half? I think it soon? says
0: Jimmy Crack Corn. And now I still, need the, I still need that other half. We won't know if I'm right unless I get the other half.
1: I think mine's like, oh, oh, what's mine say?
0: I don't know. You won't tell it to me.
1: Oh, no. I have to make up a language. Boop. Yes. There it is. What does mine say? And
0: I don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it, the egg opens. Oh, no. And <gasps> oh no, our plan a failed. Great light surrounds you. Aww. And
1: stinky, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> From Ooh, the um, I'm on fire. Way, way to be I incognito.
0: <laughs> so
4: shiny.
1: <laughs> I feel so radiant.
4: From the edge of the island, you see a giant tentacle rise up. Or the edge of the, the the pirate area. A giant tentacle comes up and just crushes a ship. And you hear in your head, you have awoken the great god Cthulhu.
1: I try to push it back into the egg. <laughs>
0: I picture CA no, just I'm pushing on Cthulhu's head with a mop. Back back your base.
2: It's not too late. You might be an old god, but you're going down for another nap. <laughs> oh,
1: that's well, great. we died. Are we on like a tiny boat like <laughs> fleeing? The as island as sinks into the ocean. I mean I feel bad. We like killed Stinky's box, like everything's gone we're on the ocean now (laughs) everything escalated so quickly
0: (laughs) what's in your box
1: so stinky opens up my box and inside is a raccoon with a (gasps) pink mohawk
2: oh my god it's perfect I know I ask it to be my best friend in the whole
1: <laughs> world. <laughs> do you speak to animals? I do. You find out that it is dire Foxycorn Oh, yes. <laughs> the <laughs> druid.
0: <laughs> now, I'm sorry. Who is that? Because I'm not familiar with that name.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I forget what, what your special name is.
0: Meyer pox and yorn. Uh,
1: no. <laughs> I thought it was uh, dire corn foxy Also. On the raccoon's arm is like a bracelet, like a thick bracelet.
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. very fashionable little bracelet you have there. Can I like kind of like poke it a little bit? You
1: can poke it. It's very sturdy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Made of bronze. (laughs) Oh,
2: very nice. Mm -hmm.
1: And it has like etches of little animals on it.
2: Oh, it's precious.
1: Are you going to put it on?
2: Of course I'm going to put it on if the raccoon yes. is offering it. I don't want to steal
1: it from the raccoon.
0: You just met and your first instinct was, ooh, shiny. You're not going to need that. Yes.
1: Don't act like you wouldn't have put it on. Don't act like you wouldn't. So Stinky, you put it on. Yes. And you are instantly now connected to Dire Foxycorn, and you become a raccoon
2: <gasps> with purple hair. This is amazing. This is amazing. I'm so happy that this has yes. happened. I could not be more joyous that my life has taken this turn and I've ended up in this form.
1: <laughs>
2: I've never hey. seen someone
0: so eager to eat garbage before.
1: <laughs> and have no thumbs.
2: No, raccoons have a possible thumbs.
0: Yes oh they Big do yeah it.
2: totally it makes the garbage eating like that <laughs> much more num, amazing num,
0: num.
1: <laughs> so now every time you wear the whoever wears the bracelet um can be whatever form that dire foxicorn is as the druid
2: do i have to share the bracelet because i just want to be a raccoon for the rest of my life
1: <laughs> you'd have to wear the bracelet to be a raccoon unless you're a druid
2: well i'm wearing it all the time I'm put, like <laughs> a lock on it like nope this is mine i'm not sharing <laughs> Yay. Yay. That's my
1: what's in the box. What do you got, Stinky? Well, am I in
2: raccoon form while I have this? this yes. Is question. <laughs> Excellent. So my little raccoon self is pawing at this little box and... Because I'm not used to my little raccoon phalanges yet, I have to require <laughs> <laughs> I require some help here. <laughs> so I just kind of hold my box up in the air, and I'm like, <laughs> "What's that,
1: stinkums?" <laughs>
2: I
0: climb up on a pole. My God, it's rabbit!
1: <laughs> you don't know what's in the box. I shake my
2: head. No, 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 not
1: rabbit. No,
2: please have mercy.
1: I she just start let giving the box it trash. There
2: you go. <laughs> well, thank you for the garbage. Mm. I very much enjoy it. But this box, though, and I'm shaking the box above my head.
1: Somebody I,
2: take it, please.
1: I take the box from the Trash Panda.
2: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> trash Panda for life.
1: And what's in the box when I open it? I'm going to open it up slowly and look inside.
2: When you open the box, it kind of glows a little bit. And it kind of floats out up towards you, and it is the most boopiest of snoots.
0: <laughs> it's
2: and just a snoot in a
0: box? Is that like a pig in a blanket?
2: Yes! The snoot
1: in a box. All right, I love my snoot boxes.
2: Yeah, your snoot box, yay! Mm-hmm. So, are you going to boop the snoot? I am so
0: booping this snoot with my own snoot. We're snooting. Oh, my god! Wait a minute. Gosh. Do we have to adorn the snoot before we boop it? or is, can Don't you boop it ruin your... my moment. Right, continue. Oh, no. This is you boop
2: it with your nose. Boop snooting like at did. its finest.
0: <laughs> what happens?
2: So, because you gave it the best boop that it has <laughs> ever been <booped-ed-ed> before, <laughs> booped it in before, all of a sudden... It explodes into the most beautiful rainbow glitter <gasps> that goes down all over you and all over everything around that's you. So and pretty. as we know,
4: it never leaves because it's fucking <laughs> glitter. Hey, that's no joke. There, there's still glitter on my desk when somebody decorated it once. I cannot get it off.
1: It. And it's rainbow glitter?
4: It is rainbow glitter. Dude, I'm fabulous. <laughs> you are so fabulous. Let I me mean, see. This is already a universal fact, so.
0: Rainbow glitter for life. From what kind of creature yes. did the snoot come?
2: Well, I feel like that's a little bit of a morbid question. <laughs> yeah. But if you must know. I mean, really, Chris.
0: <laughs> we're all about ingredients here on the podcast.
2: Well, <laughs> well, we're going to go with a little a little oinker. It was a little oinker Okay. Snoot. Oh,
1: that's how I pictured it, too. I was like, oh.
2: Oh. No. Teacup pig snoot.
4: So cute. Oh, Yay. the babyest of snoots. Freaking adorable.
0: Aren't they though? Oh. <laughs> now, did the pig eat glitter like as part of its uh, <laughs> normal <laughs> nutritional <laughs> intake? Oh.
2: Well, of course it did because who doesn't eat glitter all the time? It also happened to run into somebody who had a lot of magic going on, but was also super fun. And like me, yes, exactly. Perhaps it was Ca in another life. <laughs> so Ooh. Ca and
4: Stinky got together, saw a pig, and like glitter, this is the answer.
2: Yes, exactly. And the pig, once it exited the world in a natural and and humane peaceful sure. manner, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Dying of old age of on a farm, magic
1: <laughs> became the
2: Snooteroonie. That was then booped.
1: Oh, it, it, so it's a one-time snooty boop thrill.
2: Huh. It is a one-time snooty boop thrill, but that's what makes the rainbow glitter that comes from it so magic. And I'm also, so that glitter is a uh, It's never going so, anywhere. So,
1: yeah, I am so blessed.
4: Five to all checks now. I'm sorry.
1: Maybe if you shine light on me, I can blind people <laughs> oh, <laughs> with my <totally>. rainbow sparkle.
4: <laughs> God, I'm having a flashback to the start of the Third Raiders when we mentioned a certain person wearing sequin. Vest.
1: I want you to know I was holding my baby mimic rock at the same time, so my baby
0: mimic has <gasps> sparkles on it too.
4: Excellent. <laughs> we met. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it's a shame that we didn't find Molly first. We could have instantaneously identified her for life. Yes.
1: We could have had a team. We could have called ourselves Rainbow Sparkle.
4: <laughs> oh, man. It
0: could have been a thing. We could have sold t shirts. Not that we would have gotten our deposit back, mind you, but still, it would have made sold things a lot easier. Beauty.
4: I mean, I think something in Cthulhu screwed the deposit.
0: <laughs>
2: Do we think any glitter got into the little egg that (gasps) Ca booped
1: him back into? Is Cthulhu a (laughs) gigantic
4: sparkle? Cthulhu's now a a (laughs) glitter monster and just is super pissed off. He's like, it got everywhere. It's in places I didn't even know I had. All of them in those tentacles. amazing!
1: Now I kind of want to do a campaign for Stinky that's like all sparkled sparkled enemies. That would be fantastic.
2: That would be so wonderful. Oh my gosh. What I really love to do is um, use one of my little cantrips to make glitter bombs over care because her character Mal is always annoyed with my character in like the best of ways. And I'm always just like glitter bomb on Mal.
4: I wrote that after watching you on uh, Threads of Fate. I wrote a cantrip for... Bards, that is called the Song of Glitter.
2: Oh my that... gosh, that's right! You told me about that, and it warmed my heart.
4: <laughs> One of my players took that in my homebrew campaign. He's like, and then immediately cast it on the rogue who's always trying to steal from him. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 they have to sneak into the Tomb of Horrors or Tomb of Annihilation. I'm sorry, and they now the rogue who normally has a plus five to his sneak roll has a minus 15 oh
1: no a minus 15 he, he got i didn't know that was possible damn he got
4: mouthy with dm just saying uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh.
1: things not uh-oh. to do during the
4: game tell the dm that's not how ma- that's not how cantrips work it's like pretty sure cantrips can be cast at any time anywhere and the other players like it's in the player's handbook dude like no no it's not mm-hmm. right it's like all right you're at minus 10 keep going buddy
0: <laughs> well, Stinky, uh, here's the big news. You are the winner of What's in the Box this week, which means that you ran the tables Yay! on our competitions.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't even know I could win this. Yay! Well done. Yay. <laughs> I feel so accomplished. Yay! But I feel that all of the other stories were just as excellent.
4: Thank you. The, Thank the, you. the super glitter wins it.
0: <laughs> when you're accepting your Nobel Prize for a fish cough medicine, we'll be sitting here thinking, <laughs> we knew her when.
4: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank all the lovely uh, podcast hosts and members <laughs> for inspiring me.
4: You like pick the little people.
2: Oh. she goes up to
0: accept the Nobel, and she's standing at the podium. She's like, "If you think this is great, where do you see Snoot in a box?" <laughs> oh my god!
4: <laughs> then everyone's highly confused, and a box just starts levitating. It's like I did not do this. <laughs>
2: Thea just comes out covered in yeah, glitter right. with a beautiful spiderweb cape, just like, oh yeah,
1: <laughs> nailed it.
4: We are controlling transmission.
1: All
0: right, folks. Well, let's wrap it up.
1: We did it! Woo! Yay! Thank uh,
2: you again, guys, for inviting me here. I had so much fun. it was awesome. Always.
1: So, Stinky, what do you got coming up? Anything exciting on the Stream Life? Let's see. What do I have coming up?
2: Um, every Friday, you can find me over at Soul Bear RPG, being my princess, half-elf, bard self. And then on Sundays, you can find me um, actually being a witch over at the uh, Welcome to the Party channel, which is Welcome Party RPG on Twitch. And that's at, do, 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 I believe, 12pm. Central Standard Time. Then I'm also gonna be trying to stream um, at least once a week on my channel, but I kinda have to see what my body's gonna be doing. And I'm also planning a charity stream with Shrieky um probably in December. Nice. Oh, and then also, also the Thread Raiders Extra Life. I am Woo-hoo. a little cheerleader member, Yay. so I'm trying to recruit members to come and chatty chat with all of our lovely people who are working really hard for like 48 hours straight yes. for a really really good cause.
4: <laughs> we need to get Curtis.
1: And the charity event in December, what charities are for? Um, So we're actually going to be doing
2: it for, I believe it's called Claire's Place Foundation. She was a woman who had cystic fibrosis and she really inspired a lot of individuals who have chronic illness and, she actually recently passed away. Oh. And so their foundation tries to provide resources for individuals um, who either can't afford things or who just basically need more resources in general. Nice. And so yeah, yeah. So we're gonna be trying to to raise some money for that and then raise um you know some awareness about chronic illness in general because uh, she and I both actually really adhere to our spoon theory. Nice. Well let us know what the
1: date is and the thread readers will come out and support you guys.
4: Definitely. Yay! Yay. That would be, be awesome. It a mm-hmm. And then people are like why are you guys promoting this, like, a month early? Like, shut up. This is what we do. (laughs) Doing
2: it a month early is the best way to do it. (laughs) Yay. Yay. No, thank you, though. Really, thank you. That is very much appreciated.
1: Always. And so for Thread Raiders, uh, like Stinky had mentioned, we do have the Extra Life fundraiser. That will be November 2nd to the 4th. Uh, 48 hours of streaming, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, we've got chubby bunny videos. we got RPGs of all different kinds, not just Dungeons and Dragons, but also like Vampire the, the Masquerade, Honey Heist, things like that. Um, If you wanted to make a donation, you can make one today. Just go to the Extra Life website and type in Thread Raiders in the search bar to find us. But you don't have to donate just to Thread Raiders. You can donate to any of the wonderful groups that are on there. It all goes to the same place for Children's Hospital. Um, And all of the donations, all the proceeds go directly to them.
0: So
4: make a donation.
0: TK, uh, November 30th to the 2nd. You're uh, meeting some people here in Philadelphia, aren't you?
4: Oh, yeah. I will be down in Philly for PAX Unplugged. And I'm super excited. I will be wearing a kilt and a cowboy hat as well as my combat boots yeah. to meet CA. Cause I...
1: And a whip. <laughs> and pib.
4: I'm also bringing Things CA to a true. Of pib because apparently Philadelphia is a pib-free zone, so I'm going to smuggle across the border. Yeah, I'll make sure I'm packing heat in case any Border Patrol agents, like, you can't bring that across. And, like, nope. Definitely doing this.
1: And I'll be sitting the whole time. And <laughs> I am also considering doing the uh, Grizz, no, Gritty, <laughs> the Grizz cosplay. I'm going as do <laughs> gris, <right?
0: laughs> It's about the same, except the eyes are just pointing straight forward.
1: <laughs> I may do the Gritty cosplay for that as well.
0: And then, uh, so we have a new announcement today. On December the 28th, uh, which is a Friday, uh, we will have off that week because it's in between of uh, Christmas and New Year's, and we're going to be doing the best of the Thread Raiders countdown. Uh, what I've done is I've been keeping track of all the you know great highlight moments that we've had, and so we're actually going to put together a giant one and a half hour or one, in, one hour, 20 minute compilation of all the, uh, the best of, and that'll be our year in Yay. review. So you can get ready for that now. If you would like to nominate uh, a particular moment, uh, you can contact us. Through either the Thread Raiders on Twitter or you can also contact me directly. I'm at Griswicks uh, and we'll be sure to include your favorite moments.
4: I'd like to nominate a moment now. The fact that C almost killed us both last week. With <laughs> <a blank>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a lot of pictures of people sending me of like wood. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> oh. That Luckily, it's mix.
4: all, uh, you know, yes. safe for work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, I don't open up <laughs> any of the messages now. <laughs> I don't open at work anyway. You never so It know. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I see you like what? All right. We'll wait till I get home. <laughs> 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 But really, we have such a wonderful group that follows us. Um, it's really nice to get your messages and hear about the things that you like. It's really heartwarming. Um, I love it. So yeah, keep and doing it. come by <laughs> our Discord where you can <laughs> hang
4: out with us. Also go to Stinky's Discord. I bounce between those most of the day because they're awesome yes. discords.
1: Me too. They're, they're both my favorite. So favorites. many amazing
4: people. Everyone is very supportive mm-hmm. there. No one's going to like, oh, mm-hmm. no, that's not a valid idea. Even today, I, I got something confused, and I've been playing D&D for 26 years of my life because 5e changed one of the class-specific things on mounts. It's like, oh, that changed. No. <laughs> like, hey, now I know because <laughs> I don't use mounts <laughs> often.
1: <laughs> hmm I do. <laughs> but that's another story for another day.
4: Oh, that's the uh, Patreon goodness. exclusive uh, podcast episode yeah. stream. <laughs> and with
0: that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, I thank would you. like to thank Yay. the Stink Rat Streams for being here today.
1: Yay, stinkums!
2: Oh no, thank you guys, really for real. Oh. I just love all your faces so you much.
0: You have been a great yes. guest, and if so you. Awesome. If you hadn't run the table, we would have invited you back sometime soon, but it will be at least four <laughs> to six months. So, You yeah, have to cry about it That's for a little right. bit. <laughs> Just kidding. And we also want to thank uh, Tire Locks and Porn for uh, all of the...
1: What?
3: The... <laughs> oh my God. You can't that. Can say
0: that.
3: One? You can't no. say that. Ja- Jaguar
0: Louse Iguana uh, for all of the <laughs> letting us uh, abuse her name like that. That was fantastic.
4: We love you, Joy.
2: Did Did Joy allow us to do that, though? Or did we just kind of uh, we just? I messaged her
1: during the podcast. She's okay. Hey. <laughs> I was like, hey, I we're going to say Joy. your name <laughs> wrong 15 times. It's cool. We well, did it 17, though. By the way, I put you in a box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love you. <laughs> Being put in a box is a badge of honor on this show. Hard hands. It is. And I also want to thank our steadfast sponsor, Tabletop Loot. If you go to Tabletop Loot and find something that you enjoy, make sure you punch Thread Raiders into the, uh, the little box that they have there in order to receive a discount. Also, if you enjoyed our show, be sure to tell your friends. If you could give us a tweet, that would be great. And as always, you can find out all about the Thread Raiders at threadraiders.com, including links to all of our social media properties. That's Twitter, YouTube, all of it. It's uh, all right there for the table.